Yes, it's good! Unbelievable! The goalkeeper has scored! Would he be better at Manchester United than Solskjaer? Well, I'm only giving you my opinion. I believe so. Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app. Anyway, we're recording now. Have you got correspondence, Chair? Just that one email that... Um... I thought we'd a pile of stuff from before. Can't find them. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> this should be the intro. <laughs> Jesus. You've had fucking three weeks to find that shit. I mean, you know, if this if the only thing I had to do was prepare for Dadcast, the show would be amazing. Dadpod. Well, this is a video thing as well. I have a name. Podcast. Oh, midlife crisis. Howdy daddy. Mm. Midlife crisis. <laughs> <laughs> Dadcast. That's not bad, actually, yeah. Right, you're very welcome along for this week's edition of Dadcast. I don't know if the prelim has been left in or not, so who knows, but we're very well prepared. We're bringing you lots and lots of correspondence. Absolutely none of it made up from the top of my head. Uh, Dave is here. Hello. Adrian is here. Hi, lads. Nathan is taking the day off to do something with his actual children and be a, be a father as opposed to us, who are, you know, living vicariously, talking about being a parent as opposed to actually parenting. Doing it, Yeah. Think of like you could put an extra hour of parenting into your lives if we stopped doing Dadcast. <laughs> so I think um, I was watching a thing with Joe Marler last night. I don't know if you saw it. It was on. On I don't know. I, I suppose it was on one of the sports channels. I can't remember which one. And it was about um, Big Boys Don't Cry. It was called. Really worth watching. And uh, it was about his mental health. And um, God, it was really forthright and honest and interesting. And went back to speak to loads of people. Um, who would have known him as a kid, schools coaches, school friends. Um, it was just, I happened to be on in the background and I suddenly started to pay attention and it was really interesting. But he made a point at one stage about taking the time to look after yourself. God, this is an unbelievably deep start to this one. But taking the time to look after yourself so you can be better for the people around you. And, um, oh, geez, I just thought, wow, that's, um, that is interesting. Like, uh yeah, I don't know what you lads think about it, but I, 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 like even even in our, in my own sort of bubble here, or whatever. Over the last while, like I, I, when lockdown started to begin with, I thought, okay, this is great. I'm going to get an extra bit of time spending my kids, and I'm going to go ahead and do that. And after about a week, I thought, uh, this is that's supposed to be like a break, and actually, <laughs> that hour is really actually fucking stressing me out uh, more than more than it's giving me a break. So then I thought, actually, if I am going to do which by and large, it doesn't manifest itself anyway, but if I am going to take a break, I'm just going to go for a walk or something. And then you're a better, you know, you're a better all-around human being, technically. <laughs> when you come by back to this time with your children, you're a better parent. Well, it's the mental, oh, yeah. it's the mental health equivalent of fixing your own oxygen mask on the plane before that of others. <clears throat> yeah. So you get your head right, yeah. you'll be able to look after everybody else then. I like that analogy, Dave. No, I, can, I can see where, where Joe's going there. He's, he speaks freely, Joe. Oftentimes it's uh, a take it or leave it. But um, on this one, he seems to be spot on. How are we? How has our week been? I haven't talked to you guys in months. I missed last week's last oh, fortnight ago. Yeah, How was it? Yeah. Did you burn up? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, we, what do we do, Dev? Can't remember. It's a great chat. Two weeks ago. We were received by the by the internet anyway that was amazing. well I was told that it was a very boring episode oh <laughs> told by someone wow. very very close to me who shall your name remain nameless <laughs> your wife told you wow that, uh, I mean 
What is it? Tommy Tiernan says in one of our promos, uh, a, a man can very often find that his toughest audience is the audience uh, of one, his wife. <laughs> or a man's wife is his worst. A man can be his own worst critic. And then I think it's something, a wife could be the worst critic of, their, of her husband. <laughs> but that was the case for, uh, for like two weeks ago. So we need to, you know, we need to wit things up a bit. Sex it up a little bit. Yeah, we do. Yeah. So I was... Uh, I did Jerry, a very, Jerry I was, for Nathan is going to work on that front, isn't he? <laughs> I was a uh, middle-aged dad all over the sward and did the school run, then uh, watered my new lawn and then went for a long walk and only just got back in time to speak beautiful. to two beautiful people. What, what do you do on a walk as a matter of interest? What, like I, I, I've never been much of a walker. I listen to podcasts and yeah, uh, watch people walk past me and enjoy the fact that I'm alive and that the sun is out and... Right, podcasts but, uh, and, and the odd call that, like, if you're during home or something like that, um, not always a break, obviously, but uh, hard to find time maybe elsewhere in the day. So that's what I do. Yeah, good podcast. Like, uh, listen to a good bit of the. I mean, outside of obviously all the amazing off the ball stuff that I listen to all the time. OTB, uh, go on. Uh, OTB Sports, uh, Tommy and Hector and Lorita podcast a good bit, and I found myself laughing a lot and. Uh, Getting odd looks as I'm walking around, but it's good to just good. To, you're not you're not into the walking journey. You know, I thought most people were, a lot of people were coming around to, like, you know, it's it's normally what you do when you've sort of retired or whatever. But there's nothing else to do in lockdown. I don't know. I'd like to. I'd prefer to go for a cycle, but maybe a gentle walk is the thing to do. Like also, when do you do it? Like so, I'm, I'm in work from quarter to seven till about half four or five. Get home, make the dinner. And then it's like, now the weather's got a bit better. There's a little bit of room there. But the other thing that's happened is like two nights a week now, we have to go training for GA, which starts at seven o'clock on Saturday mornings. And you're like, hang on a second, what? This is like every week for the rest of our lives. Are you coaching or are you just delivering? No, at the moment, no. Just, just uh, delivering and watching. The coaching will come at some point. As I, are you itching to get into it? I'm not itching to get into it, no. I'm... Um, I'm happy to. I'm happy to use that time to bring home and oh. uh, catch up on the work email that I didn't get to that day. Uh, for now, like I, I would like to at some point, but um, but I kind of also don't want to. I don't want the participation to be dependent on me being there. You know. Oh yeah. Like I have a. I'd love for her just to be independent of that and go and make her mates and. I don't know. Yeah, she will do. She would probably do that anyway. I found with my eldest that. Um, a year ago and, and maybe 18 months ago when he was four and a half, five, there was cajoling involved and a bit of persuasion to get him out the door and get him to go if the w- weather was in any way um, wet or windy or cold. You, you'd have to real battle in your hands to try and get him to go. Now he's like, why are we still here? I thought you said there was training tonight. Why are we not there? I get there and he is just gone. He's just gone, grabbed his helmet off me on Wednesday night, threw it on himself and he was gone. But only saw him again when his group arrived at my station about 45 minutes later. And um, his participation is in no way contingent on me being there now. So at my turn for you, it'll, the penny will drop eventually, I would say. Yeah, look, we've only done two two weeks and it, it, she, it's, you know, I, I'm not there. I'm not a trainer and she's delighted and she's got a couple of her mates who are there. So it's been, and this is her first time back since, minis when she was about five or six and she wasn't a particularly enthusiastic um, person at that point so there's been a transformation and she she likes it it's the uh, commitment on behalf of the parents to sit on the sidelines for two nights a week and then 
Saturdays. And apparently games are about to start. Yeah. They're where all you've got to go. that age now, yeah. Where we, so we live in Marino, and for um, people who don't know, it's kind of quite close to the city centre on the north side of Dublin. But we could be going to, like, Ballybrack on the south side. We could be going as far north as Dunabate and wherever. Man of Warren, the Knoll. Places Man of Warren, the Knoll. Like, I mean, you have, to look them, you have to look up where they are, but it's a sklep. <laughs> and the worst ones would be, like, through the city centre and down the far sides. Any of those, like... Yeah. On a Far Wednesday away. evening, trying to beat the the, the rush hour traffic Ooh. to get there for a you, um, seven are you excited, Are you excited by the fact that, like, at some point soon, you're going to be able to put into practice the last 20 years of speaking to the elite uh, coaches and athletes from around the planet that suddenly all these, this Stuart Lancaster leadership series that you did, suddenly it's going to get, it's going to get wound into practice with the under sixes. Redhead, bluehead. Redhead, <laughs> bluehead. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not. I don't. I, I, I see. I don't want to get into all that kind of stuff. I don't think. I, I'm. I don't know. I haven't tried it yet. So it's I great. Think, be, it's a you great. You're a prime candidate for like a weekend gone right here. I've. Uh, well, I said. What's really that for Yeah. No, I don't know. I like. I did the the senior hurling team was trained at the same time, and I was looking over that going. Oof, wonder could I like hook the balls out to the goalkeeper or something. That that is like. <laughs> I'd be much happier doing that than because yeah. I, I just feel like the kids need a bit of space from their parents as well, you know? Mm. Well, the thing about the coaching is, and I, I look over at the sideline and last Wednesday evening it was wet. Uh, I'd say training was close to being called off and I'm looking over at the parents and they're standing over there shivering and they've got their wet rain jackets on and it's a long hour as you're full, getting colder and colder and the chill is getting into your bones. Whereas if you're coaching, you're out there, you're constantly running, you're yapping, you're barking, you're grabbing balls and chasing down balls and flicking them into drills and getting the kids to rotate and trying to learn the names and half keeping an eye on your own kid and whatever part of the field he's on to make sure he's happy enough. The hour flies by and you're warm and you're actually getting some exercise at the same time. It's far better to be in the thick of it than standing on the sideline. Mm. I know, I, I get that. And it, it all falls apart if everybody feels the way I feel. Like, you know. <laughs> yes. Plus, there's a bit uh, of crack and a bit of camaraderie amongst the um, the coaches as well. Like, there's a good group at um, my fella's age. There were a lot of the dads I know from the school run. I have been, I have been signed out. Are you guys still there? Yeah, we are. Yeah, you haven't. Don't worry. It's all live. No, no, let's get edited. It's telling me that I've been signed out because somebody else from another group has signed out. It doesn't in. matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I mean, somebody using the account and the, it you can have it text you if you disappear. Same time. There yeah. we go. So, yeah, um, let's leave that bit in just so you can let, let people uh, so that's why, that, that's why the editorial curtain. <laughs> I mean, it's, it is the most dad thing that has happened here. It's like, oh, the technology is left me oh, now. We... <laughs> what am I going to do with <laughs> But we are, we've managed to keep rolling. But uh, so I went back uh, GA training last night for the first time in 11 years with a whole host of other dads. And the body's quite sore today. You um, actually training yourself? Yes, an actual Why are you GA doing that? Team. John O, I don't know. I know. I don't know. I know. Because you, you've been going training with your kids and there's jealousy about the fact that other people are doing it. I was watching that training session last night going, I wasted my life not playing <laughs> games all the time. <laughs> Yeah. Like I, I essentially stopped playing games at 18 or 19 and it was such a waste. I'd like there's yeah. 20 years there where I could have been playing crappy old games, like playing in corner forwards and uh, doing whatever and going to all those training sessions and kicking ball. And I missed that. 
And I like really immediately had this kind of very overwhelming, powerful nostalgia for matches and training and the crack and everything that happened with it. And also a real sense of loss that I had allowed that to happen. Well, I would say at the same time, you're standing there on a mid-May summer's evening when the days are lengthening and it's just the most beautiful night and the conditions are absolutely perfect and it's firm sun and dry ball. Okay, it was raining, but it's still, (laughs) the rain these nights isn't a bad place, unless it's driving rain. Whereas, like I remember my last pre-season, which was about 10 years ago, 11 years ago, it was miserable. It was January in some like mud bath and lads barking orders at you and sprints and vomiting and, I'd never missed that. I don't look back in the last 10 years ago. I wish I'd played GA through my 30s and I couldn't because of work. But Well, you're uh, playing over 35 now, though, so there'll no, be none the, of that. The team is over 35. The league isn't. That's going to be the farcical part. We're going to be like the oldest team ever to participate in Division 11 of the AFL. But um, it'll be an adventure. And it'll be like my son was asking me, was, was I going to get hurt? Will there be a match? <laughs> Are you going to get injured? Are you going to I'm be- the one who knocks on. <laughs> you going to be okay. And I was like, don't worry, I'll be okay. Hopefully I'll get home in one piece. But the big question you asked yourself going back after so long is have you got the ability to take a proper belt still? And that, my, I'm sure he's listening. My brother-in-law answered that question for me about 15 minutes into the session. So <laughs> he lined me he up. Give you a dig. He lined me up from about 10 meters away and uh, set me into the middle of next week. So. You're on the ground going, okay, that's fair enough. I could take a proper dig, proper shoulder. But uh, yeah, but you, maybe you are right in some way. They're watching the kids run around with a sense of abandon, loving the fact that you, they're just pegging it around a green field with a ball in between them somewhere is definitely whether the appetite. Now, how long will that last? When the bodies get sore and sore and stiffer and stiffer, we'll see. But uh, I think there's a bit of madness, though, in playing games against young lads because... You saw the story in the Irish Times this week of the guy who got a two-year suspended sentence for it looked like a sucker punch, some kind yeah. of some kind of punch that broke a lad's jaw. Like you're going to be playing in that same league against players who are taking this seriously and who, you know, in in some instances might still be on a mad one from that week or whatever. You know, if you're playing at least if you're playing over 35 in the league, everybody has some titter of wit. You hope. Yeah, there's. I would like be lying if I said that hadn't crossed my mind that, you know, there's still a few dirty, cheap shots that could be had out there. But, yeah, um, but you've got the man strength, Dave. Like, that's, that's yeah, that yeah. Did, you know what I mean? You've got the man strength. It's like, it's really granddad strength. I forgot about, I forgot about that. That's a good point. I haven't, I haven't got the man strength of like a fit, able 26-year-old. No. no, but you've been doing weights you, like you've got the Kieran McGinney uh, yeah. boa constrictor. That Damien Duff thing. Biceps. Duff learned how to fall. You remember that? That's what you want to get into, Dave. Well, I've, I've described how I last night I found I had the ability to take a proper shoulder from a fella twice my size, but I've, I'd never had the ability to take a punch. That's a different kind of fish. So, Did you get a dig, a dig last night? Or no, it was just a pre, like a shoulder, the sort of shoulder you can see coming like from right. two hours ago. <laughs> and, uh, and then it crosses your mind, right? I have an opportunity to pull out of this if I want, but then you're thinking, no, you have to, you have to find out if you can still take a belt and get up afterwards. So uh, I, I went for it and naturally enough came off second best, but uh, it was, um, it was an interesting moment, but at least it's whether the appetite for next week. 
but we have our double session tomorrow. So GA so followed by soccer with the older lad. That'll be two and a half hours out in the, on the on the grass, and I can't wait. Just can't wait. It's just great fun. It's what uh, we do now that we don't really have to parent anymore. There's no nappies yeah. or bags yeah. to be packed or. That's true. Pity Nathan's not here to talk about the um, the football because uh, he had some experiences recently of the elites under nine in the area and all that kind of stuff. And, um, and just the, the cost of it. So um, uh, we had friends who were getting back into um, stuff recently that were telling us their gymnastics is 70 quid a head per, per child per month. Oh, wow. God. Yeah. And that's gone up. Are, are from, they do? Are they like, what are you paying for, for that? Like, are they doing an hour? An hour. An hour of what? A week? An hour a week. Yeah. Ah, stop. That's not um, it's gone up significantly. I think it might have started at 50 and there would have been a reduction for multiple kids. So um, they were saying that uh, the times aren't working out for them at the moment, but they were kind of hemming and hawing about it. Because, it, you know, the GA is really good value. It's like 170, 180 quid, I think, for the year. The minis is obviously 20 quid to sign up, I think, and then two quid a week after that. And that is fantastic value. And obviously they have big numbers that can make that feasible. I suppose... For gymnastics, the uh, insurance must be more expensive. The equipment is yeah. more expensive. But that's like 70 quid a week. Sorry, 70 quid it's a month. Be. Times 10. So that's off for the summer 700 a year. Times three, two grand. Times all the other sports. Like, what? Um, they're supposed to be gymnastics and like ballet and stuff like that are supposed to be very good for younger kids. Have you, any of your kids done that? Ballet, no. no. Either gymnastics or ballet, no. Oh, yeah. Our kids did gymnastics, yeah. Yeah. Um, are you getting back into it, Jared? Because you're like, was your um, nostalgia for like getting into a team or for doing sport? Because I mean, you're still a young man. You're still a very young man with a long life ahead of him. Um, what do you mean? I mean, I'm the same age. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, what I'm saying is, would, like, you, you could, you're, you know, you, you can't be like that person that um, spends their spends their life thinking about the thing that they didn't do and still with an opportunity to things right I mean I, I would probably be grateful for the fact that everybody has a defibrillator now in the GA if I was to go back <laughs> I, must, I must investigate if there's an over 35 because I wouldn't mind doing that I, look the, the thing is if you're committing to I wouldn't mind getting involved in the backroom team of a, of a, of a team right I'd be probably more interested in that for the reasons I was talking about earlier with, than with kids because also we've got three kids like which of the teams do you become a mentor for and if you don't the jealousy of like, well, you obviously prefer this child than me because you're on that team. You know, like, that's kind of worms. I mean, that's a very got, real the, thing. The, the oldest kid gets you. That's so unfortunate this way it's probably worked out in our house. Can you just walk into whatever job is going? Is that the way this works? Like, it's not a, you're not waiting for an opening here. <laughs> like, I don't think, they, yeah, I think you volunteer. You've got to get guard of edit and do all that stuff as well. Yeah, all that crack and safeguarding courses and, um, but you see, there's so many kids. They need like our 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 management team is like ten lads on it because there's that many children. Like we've got forty five kids, fifty kids. Yeah. So that need, just that, that year. So what year? That's are you guys just under sevens. That's just under twenty fourteen. So you need twenty fourteen. Wow. You need like uh, two guys on each station, and there's four or five stations, and that's you know that's the that's the only way to make it work really, especially when the kids are that young and maybe don't take direction as well as they will when they're a little bit older. And a lot of them wouldn't have been involved in Ogre from the age of four to six. So some of them are kicking a ball 
holding a hurley literally for the first time. So you have What's to, Ogre? Ogre is like the minis. So, all right. You can all right. Must uh they're, they're posh and Rahini, they speak Irish. Yeah. Well we use one Irish word as in Ogre. But um so a lot of kids are just really getting into it now. So you have to make a bit more time for them as well. But overall it's great fun and it um it makes you thankful that your kids are able-bodied and able to get out there and run around and enjoy themselves. When I, I spoke before on the pod about my kids go through these golden periods of behavior. We're in the midst of one at the moment. And ah. it's just like... Fuck you, Dave. Why, why, yeah. why, how do I bottle it? What is it? How do I maintain... Well, hang on. Hang on. The last, the last voice message that we have sent in to you, from yeah, that's right. I wish I could play, was like... Yeah, that was I weeks ago. I literally just picked up my son. Uh, that was last we, week. We've 15 minutes of the walk done. There's another half an hour left to go. And he has roundly abused me for the entire time <laughs> since, he's, since I picked him up. Would you accept this level of shit from anybody else in any other aspect of your life? They, that was, did we discuss that in the last, in our pod two weeks ago? I don't think so. I think it's since then. I would say that since then. It was one definitely since then, yeah. Okay, well, that was must have been. Like, that was a blip. That's been a blip. But uh, whatever it is. What is it, Dave? What's why? No, I don't know. Like you're looking at them, going, "My God, these are angels." Is it the sport? Is it back to sport? Is it? Bird- yeah, it's, that definitely helps. Like it definitely helps that they're they're in school. They have that routine. They're allowed a bit to be a bit freer with their friends, and you know, a couple of kids coming over and playing in the garden, and they're back playing their soccer. They're back playing their GAA. They're, um, you know, they're allowed to see their grandparents again where they weren't before and mm. um, they're exhausted going to bed at night. There's playing a lot of football being played on the green and. Um, there's there, the rules around screen time are so set, so set in stone that there's not even a debate about it Monday to Friday. So there's none of that usual fight that you'd have. Well, you said I could watch this and why can't I watch that? And my friends are allowed to watch this. All that's taken out of the mix as well. And you throw it all in and the longer nights, it's the perfect storm. So I'm just wondering how do I maintain it, particularly once we get towards summer holidays uh-huh. when you are spending a bit more time with them and there are more requests for food and screens and movies and Nintendo Switches and all the stuff that goes when the routine of school is withdrawn from the equation. Well, you could just keep the rules about midweek screens. Like, what's the point? Why would you relax the midweek screens when there's more opportunity for them to get out and do stuff with better weather? Well, it's easy to maintain the rule when it's only really an hour in the morning and you pick don't get home from the school run till 2.30. So you've really only got, say, from half seven to half eight and from 2.30 to six to enforce the rules. An awful lot different when they're there all day and you've got stuff to do and housework to do and prep to do. And it's so easy to say, oh, go on, just watch that for an hour. What are your screen, what, are, what is your screen time guidelines? Nothing, nothing before 6 p.m. Monday to Friday. And what about after 6 p.m.? Oh, they're going to bed at half seven, so they get an hour, hour and a half after six. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. And then, but by benchmarking you off me, obviously that's, that's <laughs> Saturday yeah. and Sunday. They can they'll watch a good bit. They'll get to watch cartoons in the morning and in the evening. Yeah. God, I think it sounds like uh, about this before we had no no TV, no screens midweek. Uh, so and like that weekend, it's kind of a bit of a free for all. You try and stave it off until as late as possible, and also try and make sure that if there's a big match on, you're like no. Matt comes first. <laughs> it's work. Tough shit. Um, but since the lockdown, obviously, tablets have become a regular part. So they're on tablets a good bit now. And mm. 
like that's actually far more insidious than TV because flick, 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 they're suddenly on YouTube and YouTube is a hellscape. Like, you can have so. to monitor it though. Are there not apps you can use to monitor it? There are, there, yeah, but like, so, you know, you, you've only got the YouTube kids thing, but even still, and they they do know that they're not supposed to go and you can check, and you can check the history and all that kind yeah. of stuff, but it's still, but the screen being part of the response to lockdown, like that was a bit of a, that was a bit of a kick in the nuts for us because we had been really good about not being on screen and them not really giving a shit that there was no screen, maybe we could like that, you just accept the rules, so. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'll definitely try and maintain it to some extent. Maybe bring it forward half an hour. Maybe give them half an hour in the morning. Although we are booking them into camps left, right, and center from yeah. camps to GA camps to summer camps to all sorts of camps. So that'll keep them occupied for as long as possible. Like they don't need to be with us. Kids don't need to be with their parents. It's far no. better to be out with their friends and chasing something around, whether it's a bloody pigeon or a football it doesn't make any odds run run and climb and fall and skip and chase and belt and take a belt and just do what we did when we were kids where you just never stopped that's what it's all about we have correspondence yeah. this week Jared, don't we? we 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 do with loads and loads and loads of it i just couldn't find any of it except for this one piece uh, so an email in from simon and swords who is sending his kid to junior infants at a school which has a catholic ethos even though his kid is non-religious there's really good educate togethers out around swords. There's several of them you should try and get your kids into. Anyway, are there any hurdles to watch out for with social occasions for other kids, communion, etc.? Is there generally a sizable number of kids at those types of schools now not partaking in the religious side? Experiences and advice welcome. Thanks, lad. Love the pod. Very relatable. Uh, Simon in swords. Um, thanks for that, Simon. I, I, we don't send our kids to religious school. Uh, we just couldn't do it, to be honest. Didn't think that was the right thing to do especially now with all the stuff coming out about the religious education um, and sex education that's coming out in the like middle years of school where they're, they acknowledge that there are other types of families, but that actually a woman's body is basically for having babies. Um, that's what they're going to be teaching you. So uh, we're, we're not interested in that. Didn't do it. I'm not, not best place to talk about this. <laughs> I think that's given Simon the advice to the advice <laughs> I don't, yeah, I, I mean, unfortunately, Simon's probably come to the wrong place. Like we, our boys are at a Catholic school, um, still very young. I don't know what sort of religious education is going on at the moment. There are little colouring books here and there of, you know, what went on at the Nativity and Mary and Joseph and all that kind of stuff. So I do my best to try and steer them in the right direction on that count. But. And what, what if they were, what if, like, I, I, without getting into your religious interests or otherwise, they one way or the other, what if you're, what if you weren't into religion in that instance, to tease out Simon's issue there, like, with them, I used to, sorry, would you say that was homework or stuff they're, they're doing in class? Uh, no, it, well, they're still in a class, but it would have been a bit of homework, um, particularly where, during lockdown when you'd get a suite of stuff at the beginning of the week, yeah. or the beginning of a fortnight period. So if they're in class, is it, is, is it like, you know, do they go around and go, okay, you're religious, here's Joseph for you, you're not, here's a dinosaur. Like yeah, well, I don't know what it is. I don't know if there are kids, say, in his class that expressly, their parents have expressly said that they don't want to participate in the religious education side mm -hmm. of it. Like, the, one aspect of it for me is that any of the stuff that I would have seen, like the book they use is called Grow in Love, and it's basically lessons in how to be a human, a decent human being. Um, it's all based on love thy neighbor and tolerance and um, ensuring that you can do whatever you can to help people where possible. Yeah, I don't um, know. 
No, I don't no. know. I think Jesus, the concept of sin and shame. No, that's not that. That has not been part of anything that I have seen just yet. Mm, but it's, um, all, it's all prepping you up for that. Well, your maybe it's coming down the tracks, but like, well, it is. Your first confession's coming. That's a big thing. The whole communion, the body and blood of Christ. This, this Christ being Simon, murdered. You know, like all that Simon, stuff is Simon won't be. He won't be. I mean, that's that. I, that's the root of his question, I presume. If you're saying about the first communion and the and the first confession coming. Simon's kid won't be doing that, I presume. He's going to be watching almost everybody else in his class traipse off to that mm. and them going, ha, 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 we don't have any sins anymore because they've been absolved by some weird priest. <laughs> <laughs> that guy in the confessional, he made us pure again. You're not pure, you're dirty. You know, I don't know. I just think, I just think it's mad that we do that for two and a half hours a week and we do PE for an hour if you're looking. That's mad. Well, that's a different debate, though. Um, it's the same debate. You know. Well, it's not the same debate. Just because you do whatever amount of time it is at a particular school might spend on religious education. <clears throat> the, PE, the PE debate is different. Yes, you could take the hour of religious education and channel it towards PE. It still won't be anywhere near enough PE time. Like, it still won't even scrape the bottom of the barrel in terms of what they should be doing and their active well, hours. If you, if, you, if, you, if you got rid of religion... You'd have three and a half hours a week, which would actually be pretty close to ideal. But is, is the, it doesn't sound to me like in that overall conversation, like getting rid of religion, right? I, I would almost, I'd be with Dave there in, in terms of like, maybe they just need to be separated out. Like if you're trying to get rid of one and bring in the other, try and separate them, right? And so we might be able to bring in PE at the expense of something, but it doesn't have to be religion. Look, I mean, I'd, I'd be similar both to yourself, Ger, in terms of I'm not, I ain't, I ain't here to defend the, uh, the Catholic Church, that's for sure. But uh, there might be slight conversations. Just on the on the just they brought up something there about um, I can't remember what it was, but it was something to do with participation in religion while in school, and like maybe maybe this is the wrong group to to pursue that line of question. But like, do they? Are, I think you can opt out. Yeah. Are you? Huh? I think you can opt out. Is that what you're asking? Can you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just you, can, if, you can opt out. So like I, I had friends in the country who were conscientious objectors in a Catholic school, but like they're the only ones, you know. So it, uh, yeah. it didn't help with um, didn't help with integration or certainly FOMO when communion was happening or um, confirmation or that kind of stuff. You know? Yeah, they're very complex conversations to be having with kids as well, aren't they? Like you know? also because like if you remember back to your confirmation and things have not changed, like it's the only focus of sixth class for about two months. It's making mm. sure that nobody fucks up in front of the bishop. Yeah, like still the same. I'll shy, is it? I mean, I, I, how would it change? Why would it change? Uh, like it's it's got bigger and bigger. There's limos and all that shite and fake tan. Yeah, um, we've, we've not we've not we've not been helpful for Simon as well. <laughs> if, yeah. uh, if our listeners or our viewers have anything to offer, um, Simon may now find us a little less relatable than he did before. <laughs> before he said Tennessee. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't I don't have an awful lot of uh, of advice for Simon on that matter, unfortunately. Somebody in the past has spoken about this and, and has talked about um taking the kids on holidays for that weekend, taking them away, like making That's sure that they're idea. not around. Um and not or or alternatively having their own party, which is like a you know <laughs> like a, some sort of a hippie surrogates. <laughs> Pagan. Well, it's basically an opportunity to put the hand out to the, the grandparents and in-laws and mates. Yeah, and that's fine. 
Yeah, you still got to make your money, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't um, know. He'll, Simon will figure it out. I'm sure he's not the only person in that boat. But it, I, like everybody will just do the things in the school, right? That, that's the experience that most people have. They're, the number of conscientious objectors is, is not going to be significant. No, no, unlikely. So that's all the correspondence that you have, Jerry, yes? <laughs> that's all I can find, I mean, Dave, yeah. Dave, you're, you're forgetting that we, the person that's edited this has actually left to start in. So the audience is entirely aware <laughs> of what's they, going on. They better not have. There was an expli- there was an F-bomb thrown in there that we would rather not make a play out into the, into the public domain. Your gentle way of saying. Sure <laughs> but um, so what else? Anyone got anything else? Do you want to get off your chest? I've, um, I've still got the this. This is just such a recurring issue. I've stopped bringing it up now. Well, there was two of them. One of them that the two year old is still having tantrums at uh, at absolutely nothing with phenomenal regularity. But two weeks ago, we told you to try the ignoring strategy. Have I you have tried, tried that? absolutely everything, Dave. Ignore, be too kind, be uh, give it the old, the shouty treatment, uh, everything that I can think of. And uh, it distracts, distracts her for a little while. And then suddenly she's, uh, she's 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 gone back into meltdown mode. But that look at that exists. I mean, I don't know if there's anything. I think it fits somewhere into the terrible twos category or somewhere. That's how I'm writing it off in my mind that this is not the going to be the state of play for her for the next forty years. Um, but the other one is the son coming into our room in the middle of the night. So we'd we'd been having these conversations for a while about getting him a couple of packets of dinosaur cards. I'm not fully sure even what they are just yet, but they seem to be currency in his world. So that's good enough for me. So what we had decided at some point, a number of months ago was that we were going to say, listen, if you could do X number of nights uh, without coming into us, we'll get you some uh, packs of dinosaur cards. Anyway, he, he didn't last one night. And so we just gave up as a bad, uh, just wasn't going to work. But we went back to it uh, four nights ago and so we put up seven lines up on the up on the whiteboard how old is he okay. huh? how old is he for four four and a few months okay um put seven lines up on the, on the thing and said okay for each night that you don't come into us we'll come down in the morning you'll rub one of those out and when you get that to zero you are going to get two packs of dino cards so it worked to varying degrees but I mean, overall, we were just saying it worked, um, you know, that he'd come in at like six. He came in one morning at six o'clock and running into the room and was like, uh, uh, sorry, no, he'd come in. What actually happened was he came in at about four o'clock and then at about six o'clock left the room. Like, Maria, I wasn't really in the room at all. <laughs> Good man. <laughs> came back in, came back Good man, in that's clever. at seven o'clock as if, Ta-da! Oh, everybody, everybody. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen you all night. He was like someone, someone who's murdered someone and is looking for an alibi. <laughs> yeah, so we kind of gave him that one. Like, Alison, there's a bit of creativity with that. That's fair enough. We'll, we'll allow you that one. So a couple of little bits of me. So we got three nights in. And then last night, and I haven't had the opportunity to see him yet to have the conversation about exactly where we stand with this. But last night, he just went back to... Um, Norm and came back in in the middle of the night no. at about six o'clock this morning and he was lord of the fucking manor lying back in the bed legs in the air happy as Larry there wasn't a buy or leave but no intention of even pulling the wool over her eyes anymore so what I said to him was if if during that sequence of seven nights where you need to be sleeping in your own bed that you contravene those uh, regulations we'll be going back to square one again so I can't feel as if I kind of need to see that through now, it does seem but, quite. You know, 
So what time no. did he come in at? Was it 6 a.m. you said? Uh, no, no, last night he was in at the time that I I, I was I left at 6 a.m. Okay, right. He was uh, he was there, but he'd been in for, I presume I was asleep, I presume several hours before that. Okay, he so like, what can you do? Uh, I think, yeah, you got to stick with it. It's, it's, he's, it's, he's taking it's, the piss out of us, essentially. <laughs> no, it's working, it's working. That's like, we we had, I can't even remember, it was, we, he wanted something, I can't remember what it was, but so he was turning his light on, five, he's turning his light on every night, and like, as a result of having his light on, like it's a bedside, full bedside lamp, so the room was bright, uh, he wasn't sleeping very well, and so therefore was tired all the time, and cranky all the time, we were like, got to stop having the light on because so eventually we just bribed him and he had to like that it was a full week because the, the week kind of is enough to break the habit yeah and uh, and eventually it worked like it took it might have taken three or four weeks for it to for him to get the full week but once that happened we were like we got him a toy it was a scorpion a giant horrific scorpion um <laughs> that he'd, he'd seen months and months and months before and was raving about and we were like, we will get you this scorpion if you can have the light off for a week. And now the light comes on very sporadically and he's happy to have it turned off and it was mm-hmm. totally fine. But it definitely was the, the long period on, within which it, that broke. But like, it, it, this is too important for everybody. He needs yeah, to sleep through the night. Definitely. You need to fucking have that sleep. Like, Yeah, no, it's 100% true. And like, I, the side concern I have is that like he... Awkward. So the end, the, the end point for him is ticking that thing off the list, right? He's obviously not thinking about it in the same way as we are. But he would say quite often that, oh, you know, I'm just looking forward to getting through the week. I mean, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here. I'm just looking yeah. forward to getting through the week because then I can go back and come into bed with you guys. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I that's why that. the, but maybe the cards are too small a prize. And if you, you, you know, you you take them back, you take them back from him if he comes in. Yeah. This is a forever deal. You can keep them forever. But mm-hmm. as soon as you come back in, we take them off it. Yeah, it's not bad shout. Yeah, um, it's, it's the end of the week. I, I, I really, really need to reset now. There could be a meltdown, but I really need to reset the seven lines today. And that could be that could be an issue. But, uh, well, maybe don't go the full seven. Set him back two or three steps. That's incredibly hard that's a good shout. That's for a good him shout. to see like the mountain just reappear in front of him. And he's found, yeah. found himself at the very bottom all over again. Yeah, that's a good shout. I like that. Of not doing it might not be enough for him to break the habit. Well, tell him that you'll add another two tomorrow if he comes in tonight. Yeah, don't we'll go back to back. seven. Yeah, don't go back, back to seven. I like that. I like that. I would, I would resent you forever if you went back <laughs> to seven. Yeah, no, that's that's you'd still be coming in three years' time. You'd still be coming in at 21. You'd be still coming in for now. Snuggle up, mom and dad. And what about it, chair? And what about it? I'm putting, I'm putting a case of Guinness up on, up on the wall here. If you can stay the whole night away, you can have a 24 pack. How do you get that back off now? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, you're all laughing now, but the kids are all going to be living with them. It does feel like that, yeah. It does feel like that. Well, I'm starting to dread all this when I see all of this talk about how our generation is going to be better off than the generation coming behind us. And I hear these families and they have three kids all in their 20s, early 30s. They're all living with them. And I'm thinking, am I going to be living with these boys like in my 60s and 70s? Yeah. It's obviously very, very possible that that's going to happen. Imagine how hard it is to get laid now times 100. <laughs> oh, my God. Can't even get bars and nightclubs aren't even open. 
let alone when they do open, you're stuck living with your parents until you're 40. No, I think I mean, he's talking about you, Dave. <laughs> that's not even that's not even an issue <laughs> but what, what do you mean as in like I'm better things to be worrying about and that's what I carry on <laughs> oh Jesus Christ <laughs> <laughs> See, that's, that, the priority list is all is all completely skewed that to me is the number one priority that's your number one priority, okay? It should be. I mean, I'm not saying it is, but it should be. Um, in whose house is that the number one priority? And who's where you've got a job and the kids and a mortgage and... Were you not reading all the stuff about lockdown couples drifting apart, divorce rates soaring because there's no, there's no intimacy, there's no, none of the, like, surprise anymore? Well, I mean... Should there not be, like, um, more... Should there not be... Like you're now riding your colleagues, essentially, <laughs> like your colleague. Do you know what I mean? You're. Uh... <laughs> let me let me talk that one out. Let me talk that one out. <laughs> what are you talking about? Your office, your office colleague. No, I was so you're like your office colleague. Shitting on your own doorstep now, like. Yeah, but you like that's 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 the new reality. Like that's the new reality. <laughs> <laughs> so that, you know, you meet you meet by the printer. <laughs> we really shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> no. Did you ever see that? Have you seen that episode of? Do you watch Modern Family? Yeah. No. You seen that episode where uh, they the two of them pretend to be off on this? They go away for a dirty weekend and they pretend to be. Uh, strangers and oh you know they meet by the bar and she's like made up a name and he's made up a name and they're there for their individual companies and they go off and have hot sex essentially by pretending to be other people that was kind of what I was getting at with my uh, oh hey colleague right it's very hard to do that when you're still in your gaff though but that's what I'm saying it's like yeah. you know, oh, we met by the printer yeah. <laughs> it kind of needs to be a hotel or something for that for that does, sort of stuff does, to occur yeah. but I don't know we have got through what three lockdowns now there hasn't been any major, you know, major structural issues. The integrity of the structure remains intact. <laughs> we might even get a quantity surveyor in just to make sure that it, everything is still intact. So I would have thought that is a, a decent test of where things are. The euphemism of, I was with you up to a point and then I've kind of lost. <laughs> what talking about. Who would that be in this instance? Is that Everybody's that still getting on. Everybody's You're getting in a quantity on. surveyor. What's is, is it? <laughs> That's all I heard. I've I've lost track of my own analogy there, but um, we're all still here and we're all still on speaking terms, which is a bonus, given what we've all been through over the last year and a bit. That's a, that's what I'm trying to say. Okay, so surviving all this stuff, I I hope is going to be like very good for everybody, you know, as opposed to like some kind of uh, ticking time bomb of mental health for people. Um. Like I, I, so our kids uh, all dealt with going back to school very differently. We definitely had um, more. One of them was definitely more out of sorts than others, and is now kind of beginning to calm down a bit. But I would say fairly similar sense to you, Adrian, in terms of the regularity of um, the outburst. But they were extreme, like really extreme. So um, fingers crossed, a little bit of good weather, outdoor activity, uh, more structure helps. But it's been fucking so, difficult. Like, it's been difficult. Something to look forward to. Is it, it uh, like, I, you know, the old Chinese proverb about you need something, something, and then something to look forward to? Like, it's 100% true. Like, it really is. Like, I, I mean, 
you know, you can go beyond your borders, or whatever. Like, I mean, what are you doing? You're going away somewhere for a weekend or whatever. It's not like you're going to Disneyland every week, but just something that you can say, like we're thinking about going camping down to their grandparents or whatever, like that sort of thing. Like and their their eyes light up. It's like just this something different than we have to go up the road for a cycle or we're going for a walk and is it the same shit again? <laughs> yeah. I think or, it's great for their mental health ultimately. And ours. Indeed. Any other business, gents? No, that's it for me. Hopefully we'll be back to a foursome next Friday. I think this this quantity surveyor analogy has taken its toll on Davies. <laughs> let me let me think it through, and I can see by next or by in a fortnight's time, I'll know exactly what role this quantity surveyor is going to play. <laughs> I think we're all I intrigued. Wonder, I wonder, given the topic of conversation, is this a less boring episode than last week's, or uh, it'll be interesting to see what the reviews are like. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll let her be the judge of that. Could you tell, t- tell her to stay off our um, iPad reviews until next week, please. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's this week's edition of Dadcast. Thanks very much for joining us. Dadcast at offtheball.com. And I promise that we'll start reading the correspondence again. But Dadcast at offtheball.com is the email address. You can get us on Twitter at DadcastPod. We'll see you in a fortnight. Good luck. That was an OTB Podcast Network presentation. 